0: Creative Studio Academy, Semester 1, Session 19. Talking with Jeff Long about e-learning and
1: online training. The beauty of the Internet is that people are always searching for information. You know, it's a wealth, it's an overload of information. And, you know, in a way, people are always wanting to read books, watch videos, get tutorials, you know, better themselves, improve themselves.
0: Welcome to the Creative Studio Academy. This is the podcast to help you learn and explore how you can start and improve your skills with online content creation. My name is Joshua Rivers, and I will be your guide on this journey. In this session, I'm especially excited to be able to talk to Jeff Long at True Focus Media about e-learning and online training. And so that is something that I am striving to do here at the Creative Studio Academy, to be able to provide some learning opportunities for all of us to be able to improve our content creation skills. And so if this is your first time, listening to this podcast I'd like to welcome you and thank you for taking the time to listen to this if you would like to get some more information on how to get started with creative studio academy you can go to creative slash welcome and there is a custom made page there just for podcast listeners to be able to take the next step in being able to uh, see what you can be able to do with creative studio academy and taking your Abilities to the next level in content creation. And so a couple things that are there. And as we go, I'm going to be adding to that. And if you uh, join the newsletter, then you'll be able to get access to uh, more things as we go along. And so the, the newsletter uh, gets some things that are not published on the blog or in the podcast. Now, as we get ready to talk to Jeff, Uh, We're going to look at several different things. Now, about Jeff, he is a board member that oversees the website of 48days.net, which is where I first met him and learned about him. And so uh, I I was able to reach out to him and to be able to uh, learn a little bit more about him and talk with him. And we were able to uh, schedule a time to be able to talk about this. He's also a contributing author for the print and digital magazine, Wedlock Magazine. And then he's also a speaker uh, that talks about web design, WordPress, entrepreneurship, video, and marketing. And so uh, a very good fit for this podcast. And so um, afterwards, we're going to have a couple other um, things that we can be able to take a look at. So make sure to stay tuned after the um, interview. And without any further ado, let's jump right into it. All right. Thanks for coming to the Academy today, Jeff. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, definitely excited to be able to talk today about the topics of e-learning and training. And so, of course, that's something I'm trying to implement at, um, at the Academy here. But also, I think it's great for us to be able to, uh, well, first of all, for me to be able to learn a little bit more, but then also for the listener to be able to gain some insights on how, they might be able to implement that in their business and in their websites as well. So why don't you go ahead and start by kind of giving us your definition of what e-learning and training is and uh, kind of what we're setting up for.
1: Yeah, yeah. So e-learning and training has really been going on for a while. You know, it's not new. Um, Obviously, training's been going on for hundreds and thousands of years. E-learning uh with the advent of the internet of course uh is is as old as the internet is um and there are, there have been ways to do e-learning on you know cd roms back in the day as well but um it's interesting whenever i bring up the topic of e-learning to companies cuz primarily i work with companies to do um to create uh, engaging videos build flexible websites and produce e-learning uh and training content for companies um, and whenever I bring it up to, to companies, it's almost like they've never even considered like, oh my word, we've never thought of putting our HR training on online or XYZ training or certification or whatever. And so I've been kind of pleasantly surprised how how many minds I get to blow <laughs> with my customers um, on the to- topic of e-learning. And so it's, to me, it's, it's been around you know, forever, um, but it's a growing industry, and it's something that I think uh, businesses aren't utilizing, even small businesses. You know, I can go into you know, plenty of stories uh, in our conversation here about how uh, small, medium, and large companies are using e-learning in their, um, in their business for their internal employees as well as externally for their customers and clients. Here, can you go ahead and maybe share one story, and maybe uh, maybe like from a small to medium-sized company? Oh, sure, company sure. And- Yeah. So, uh, just uh, just last week, I was doing some video work for a software company here. I'm in the Ohio area, and I was doing some some work with them, and I noticed my contact person. And I was, you know, emailing back and forth. Uh, her. Her title was uh, Marketing and Training. And so I just shot her an email after the event uh, that I had videoed. And I said, Hey, I see you're you know interested in in, or excuse me, I see your title is in teaching, training, marketing, etc. You know, I'd love to know more about what your needs are, what you do. And I kind of explained e-learning and, and online training a little bit. And she emailed back almost immediately and said, Oh, that's great. Like we've tried it on our own and it's been clunky and just hasn't been effective and it's something our our CEO has wanted to put some some effort into and so we're having this dialogue about you know how we can take their their training that's been you know you know bring the employee in, into the the HR manager's office there and they do the training and then they they leave um, in fact uh, right out of college for several years I actually worked with Lowe's home improvement stores. Uh, and so anytime a new Lowe's store opened across the the country or even in Canada, I flew around the current country to do some training. So I would go, I went to Hawaii, Canada, Alaska, and everywhere here in the U S and I trained, you know, the store managers all the way on down. And so I kind of have this, uh, training, um, bug in me, both my parents are college professors. So I love teaching and, and training as well. So it's just part of who I am. And so, yeah, I just think companies don't quite, I think they miss, they miss the need because it can save a ton of money, you know, instead of having a trainer either come in um, or having to have the HR manager, you know, you know, give training or whatever. It's so much easier to put it online. You can give incentives, uh, you can give rewards. There's a thing called gamification where you can kind of, you know, make it a game or a fun type of uh, rewards based thing. And uh, there's a lot of opportunities there for um, online training for e-learning. Now, is there a particular industry that would lend itself uh, more easily toward e-learning? I really don't think there is. I mean, um, three examples. One is that software company. So, of course, software is is the industry one. Uh, the second one, I'm actually working with a medical training company right now, uh, we are built, my company is building the front-facing website. We are filming, videotaping a bunch of their courses, like, a, I mean, a bunch. We have one that's a three-day course, one that's a two-day course, et cetera. And we're building this um, online training or e-learning portal. And so um, if you go to brainynurses.com, you can actually see the site. It's, it's what I call a soft launch. We, we have maybe 50 or to a hundred students in there now. Um, we'll be rolling it out here, uh, soon, uh, nationwide and have, have a lot of good connections with some colleges and universities that should, uh, kind of open the floodgates for us. And so any nurse can go to our site. They can get, uh, training, they can get certification for their CE credits. Um, and so there's a lot of opportunities there in the medical field. Um, and then, even you know, oddly enough, uh, kind of a third random industry. I got a call uh, a while ago from a nonprofit who, um, anytime somebody goes through a divorce or through child custody or or some of these issues, they have to go through the court system. And there's a court-appointed uh, class that these people have to take. Well, this nonprofit, you know, doing teaching the class, and that's a lot of manpower and a lot of stuff, and you know, just a lot of overhead. Well, they contacted me about videotaping their um, in-person seminar, uh, their training, and putting it online for an e-learning course. Um, and I could go on and on about different industries, but those are three very different industries that you know are are utilizing e-learning to their advantage.
0: Now, what are some type of styles or formats that are are used? You mentioned about videoing, um, but but I mean, what other type
1: of Forms uh, are being used and are probably more effective in certain areas. Or sure, yeah. So this is always the challenge: um, is discussing okay, what kind of format? And and just so the listener knows, like you know, yes, my company primarily caters to businesses, you know, of different sizes. But these same principles apply if if you, as the listener, have um, something you specialize in and you want to do an online course yourself. You know, it's not only uh, in the in the, you know, big companies that can do it, uh, individuals can do it as well. Um, and so, you know, the, the question is always, you know, how should we present our material? And a lot of times it has to do with their budget. So ideally, you know, filming, uh, a presenter talking is fantastic. Incorporating their PowerPoint slides, you know, is a great way that way. It's, it's almost like a live video classroom that they can switch back and forth. And then in some of the e-learning classes or, or courses I've done, you know, there's quizzes and tests and, you know, different things to make sure they're learning. Now, you can you can do it without uh, video. You could do it straight PowerPoint. You could do, you know, you, you could even record a webinar. You know, in a way, that's e-learning. I personally don't think it's as effective, uh, you know, as, as studies have shown. But, you know, it's a form of e-learning. Uh, there's a, a, a style that's more uh, story-driven. And so, instead of having a presenter kind of lecture, you kind of go through a story or a scenario, and you walk the—we'll call them a student—you <laughs> walk the student through this scenario. Of okay, here's situation A, and you kind of teach, you know, the the main bullet points, and then give a quiz. Hey, what would you do if this situation came? And then you go on to situation B and C, and and down the line. So there are there are a lot of different ways to convey that. Just like as any. You know, school teacher or, or college professor has different ways of communicating information. There are a, a lot of various ways to communicate through e-learning. And, and some of it has to do with the audience. Uh, you know, um, one e-learning course I'm working on for a client, they're the audience. Um, I guess I they're kind of lower educated people. Um, and so we just have to keep that in mind. You know, we don't want to overwhelm with information or you know bore them or you know go over their heads so there's a lot lot to take uh, into account okay so for someone that is considering this and they
0: kind of figure out which format they want to use what are some of the first steps that they
1: should take as they prepare for it sure um you know it's it's kind of like any um Anything you want to teach, you know, you, you want to get, uh, if anybody remembers, you know, probably back in the what, speech class and, and different classes in, in college and, and high school. You know, what's the big idea? What's the thing you want to deliver? You know, don't, don't overcomplicate it and give them, you know, the 53 things you're going to learn in my course. Because generally, uh, studies have shown that anything over, I think it's like seven items, you know, people aren't even going to remember at all. So, you know, what's that overall message you want to convey? And then what are, you know, three or four uh, sub points that that prove that or that show that or that can teach or train that main point? Um, So I've done – back in the day, I did a a bunch of WordPress training courses. Um, Even – I mean, now you, you can go online and find them anywhere and everywhere, and they're, you know, every. Yeah, everywhere online. But when I did it, I, I don't know that I was the first, but there weren't many people doing it when I did. And so, you know, my goal was to to give them, you know, in one video, here's the one thing you're going to learn. So really the goal is to keep it simple. And and sometimes that makes it harder work for you in the short term, but it's easier to actually teach somebody in the long run.
0: Okay. Um, now, as, uh someone is trying to get started with this and the start having struggles, do you have any resources that yeah. someone could be able to
1: uh, utilize? Yeah. So the question people always ask me, especially as individuals, you know, they say, Hey, I have this specialty. I want to teach it. Um, and I always say, Hey, that's awesome. But before you get started, um, you know, do your research. Uh, and to be honest, this was one of the things that one of my first courses, uh, I don't want to say it failed. Cause it, went on to sell, you know, I was pleased with the sales, but I didn't do my research to ask my client base or customer base if they wanted this type of training. So step one, you know, see if there's a need out there, um, you know, go to different, uh, websites and see if there's courses already about this, ask your potential customers and say, Hey, I'm thinking about creating a course on X, Y, or Z, you know, here's how much I'm thinking about, uh, selling it for. Would you find any value in that? Um, and if you are, are always getting no's, maybe you don't want to waste your time. Uh, and then the next step is um, I like to just, you know, dive in. Like there's no reason to, to um, procrastinate. You know, just make the course. So some, some tools I've used. Um, when I personally create a, a course uh, that's more consumer-driven, I do a lot of screen capture stuff. So on the Mac, ScreenFlow is the way to go without a doubt. It's 99 bucks. On the pc uh camtasia studio is fantastic i think it's like 300 um and so once you do that then you can record away on your screen um, record your voice etc uh, as far as resources online there are several um websites that specialize in this probably one of the bigger ones is udemy.com u-d-e-m-y uh you can put as many courses you as you want on there I have a bunch. I haven't. Uh, I haven't done much with those recently, just because I've gotten kind of consumed with all the client work. Uh, there's uh, Skillshare, and I mean, there's there's countless others. You can just Google some different things where you can put your course on there, and the company that hosts it, like Udemy, generally gets a cut. Uh, Udemy recently, in the last uh, maybe it's been six months or longer, uh, kind of changed their terms of service where if they promote your course, somebody purchases it, they get a pretty hefty percentage. Uh, but if you promote your course to all of your network, then you get a higher percentage. So pros and cons to that. Um, now if you want to do it yourself, there are a lot of different ways. I mean you can even if you record a video like a screen share, you can upload it to you could even upload it to YouTube and just make it unlisted. That way nobody can find it in YouTube. You could put it on your website and uh, you know uh, password protect the website. Uh, sell it on your website and deliver the videos that way. I've done that. Uh, There are, if you're doing a lot of eBooks and and things like that, there are sites like uh, eJunkie, eJunkie.com that lets you sell uh, your courses, sell eBooks, sell downloadable products. I've used that a ton over the years. And then there's WordPress plugins and membership plugins that let you do various things. So Wishlist member is a membership plugin. You could create different levels for different courses and sell, you know, sell membership levels that represent different uh, courses. And then there's uh, learning management system plugins like LearnDash or WooThemes makes a plugin called Sensei. So hopefully that wasn't information overload, but uh, those are just some of the tools that you can use for uh, building your own courses. Okay. Well, we're going to make sure to
0: have a um, a list and link to all of those in the show notes to make it easy for everyone to be able to go back and track those. And so definitely appreciate all that. Uh, do you sure. have any other um, final advice uh, to be able to
1: give someone? Um, you know, I would say just get started. You know, there the beauty of the internet is that people are always searching for information. You know, it's a wealth, it's an overload of information. And you know, in a way, people are always wanting to read books, watch videos, get tutorials, you know, uh, better themselves, improve themselves. So on the consumer level, yeah, people are always wanting to get uh, better teaching and training and, and and improve themselves. On the corporate level, you know, there's a huge need for certifications, for um, CE credits, for, you know, internal training and external training and and things like that. So I would say, you know, get started. Don't let the technology scare you or or anything like that. Just jump in. Awesome. Now, there's probably going to be some people that they they
0: love the idea of e-learning, but they don't want to tackle it themselves. I know that uh, obviously you specialize in helping with this. So how can people get a hold of you if they have further questions or
1: would even perhaps like to hire you? Sure. Yeah, they can just go to my website, uh, which is truefocusmedia.com. and uh, true focus media. They can kind of see what all we provide. We're a media marketing company. So while e-learning is one of our specialties, uh, it's kind of one leg of our stool. The, the second and third leg is the video production and web design. So when you when you put together, you know, video production, web design and e-learning, they all go hand in hand. And as an entrepreneur, uh, there are a lot of ways that I can help give ideas, uh, consulting on how to take that course, how to take your course to the next level, whether it's for you personally or for your business. Um, and so, yeah, go there. Drop me an email or go on Twitter. My Twitter name is Jeff Long. I try to provide as much value as I can in the ways of video, web design and e-learning. And I'd love to you know, talk with anybody that's listening. Well, I
0: certainly hope you enjoyed that interview. With Jeff Long. If you'd like to get the show notes to this page, you can be able to go to creativestudio.academy slash 1-19. And so in there, I did take uh, some notes there uh, to be able to capture especially some of the resources that he mentioned there at the end, uh, but then also kind of bullet points for some of the other things that he mentioned. And so that way you can be able to go back and you can be able to have a quick reference to be able to um, look at that. And so um, I would definitely recommend going and taking a look at that. I'd like to hear your thoughts on on this as far as how you might be able to use e-learning in your own business. Or uh, if you're not, uh, don't own a business or something like that, and you're just looking to create a blog or a podcast or something like that, and maybe this is something that you could use. What is something you could be able to apply in your own website to be able to facilitate some better learning opportunities for people? And then also uh, with that, you can leave your comments on how I can be able to help you by providing some different training opportunities here on Creative Studio Academy as well. And so I'm looking to uh, make some videos and tutorials. And so I'd like to uh, hear your thoughts on what you would like to learn more about specifically. And then also um, even uh, you can mention what kind of format that you'd like to see. So if you'd rather have. Um, a, a video that's more of a um, screen flow type of um, uh, screen capture kind of uh, training um, or if you'd like to have a video of uh, myself or if you'd like to have uh, some PDFs or a PowerPoint or uh, whatever uh, just let me know what type of format that you might be interested in as well as the actual content itself that you're uh, uh, have questions about and so I would love to be able to try to put that together in the way that uh, you're looking for that would be most beneficial to you and so I plan on trying to work on some of that here in the very near future uh, so that hopefully by the end of the year I can be able to have some things um, ready to go for you and so uh, definitely looking forward to your feedback on that again you can go to Academy slash 1-19 and then um, I don't think I've mentioned it here on the podcast, uh, but if you'd like to connect with me on Twitter, uh my handle is at Joshua W. Rivers. And so I'd love to be able to connect with you on there if we're not already connected. And if you start to follow me on Twitter, go ahead and tweet me um, and let me know that uh, you're listening to the podcast and I will um, be sure to follow you back. And so I would definitely love to be able to do that. And so uh, there's uh, a bunch of people that follow me that I don't follow back, uh, but if I know who they are and um, and the connection that we have, then I'd love to be able to be able to do that. And so just a couple ways that we could be able to connect to be able to take things going forward. And so next session, we're going to be talking with Alex Barker, who is the um, host of the podcast, The Leadership Dojo. And so he had put that on pause and stopped producing it. And so uh, he shared uh, his struggle and his journey uh, going through that process. Something I think that we can all keep in mind as we... Uh, get started on different creative projects that someday uh, we may actually have to stop pursuing something that we started. And so for one reason or another. And so he gives a lot of great insight in that um, through the journey that he experienced in that. And so, uh, I'm not going to give a, a whole lot of details about that yet. And so it's already pre Um And so I'm excited to be able to share that. And so definitely come back next session to be able to check that out. Um, and then uh, uh, also I'm going to try to see if I, it's been uh, um, over a month since I talked to him last about it. So I'll reach out to him again and see if there's any new information that might be able to be added in there. And so uh, the last thing I wanted to mention is, that Mark Sievercrop, he was the first guest uh guest that we had back in episode three, and he has created a PDF ebook that um is called Start a Conversation with Anyone Anywhere. And so I think it'd be a great resource, and he has provided um that as well as some other resources uh for um, the, the, the people on this podcast and so uh, the people that listen to this podcast and also for my other podcast as well and so I think that's something that would be very beneficial for you and so uh, sometimes uh, especially myself I'm not very good with conversations and so I'm a introvert I tend to keep to myself and so I can get into a public area lots of people a lot of action going on and I'll sit over in the corner by myself and just kind of watch and so that's just my tendencies. And so I really love the uh, things that Mark has put together in this. And so he's provided that. Um, to be able to get that link, I'm going to have it in the show notes. And so you can be able to do that. And uh, I'll also have the, the resource uh, there that for that ebook that um, is there as well. And so that'll be available in the show notes. Again, Academy slash 1 19 and that will be available for you. And so we are definitely excited for the things that we've been learning so far. And uh, so after the next session, we're going to do uh, kind of a a recap of everything that we've done so far and uh, share some new things as well. And so I'm looking forward to where we're going in this. So with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off and we will definitely see you next session.